welcome back to Open Box Productions. My name is Donnie. Oh, I introduced myself first. <laughs> no worries. My name is Donnie. I'm Tan. And I'm Kareem. And welcome back. How's it going, everybody? Good, man. It's been a long time. It's been three months. I miss you. Right? Right. I miss, I miss people. <laughs> like uh, live people dude I, I, like... I agree with you that man I what? can't remember the last time we saw each other in person um, uh, March. I, I saw, March March I saw I well, saw Kareem I saw, yeah, like one time yeah, well yeah no we saw each other twice during the during twice the, yeah, yeah during the pandemic right. it was just like it was we were filming Brittany one of uh, clients yeah mm-hmm. um, no I wasn't there when we were, oh yeah, that's right. We were yeah, filming yeah, Britney, yeah. and then I came back to like film just Your shoes. Some, <laughs> some of my some of my shoes. I'm trying. Yeah, I, I'm scrap. I'm scrapping that project, by the way. Oh my god. I'm so, scrapping that project. So guys, uh, what's what's new? Anything new or no? Oh, there's a lot of a lot of things new. So yeah, um, as as probably most of you know, I'm still working right now, so I have a full time job. Um, that's nice. Was it affected and at the, all by the shutdown? No, not really. Um, well, of course, now we, we, we work at home. So because of that, um, I would say it's um, it's not as busy because everybody's very lenient because of like time and not everybody has the resources. So everybody's more lenient. So everybody's adjusting, I would say. That's, That's good. good. Um, I, started, I started, I'm back at school now. Oh wow! Um, what yeah, class, what class are you taking? Um, I'm taking some media studies. Uh, I'm, my, the major is media studies. It's a it's a master program in um, California State University in LA. That's good. Um, uh, and guess what? My first class is. What is your first class? Cultural studies. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it. Lot of, lot, enjoy lot of memories I, from enjoy a while. Lot lasts. of memories from our own uh, from our own cultural studies. Um, uh, was that the movie we were all in? Yeah, culture. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, film and culture. In culture. Film, film and culture. culture. Film and culture. That's what it was. Okay. So, film Tan, what about I've... you? What uh, what's what's new with you? Yeah, I think I forcibly removed that memory of the class from my head since the last time into the podcast. But uh, other than that, I picked up some new hobbies like surfing. Well, actually, I've been working on surfing, so I've been using a lot of this empty time to hone in my skills that and i've been working on like a project car i have a van that i'm converting to a camper car that's right i saw your instagram for that i can see yeah your instagram too yeah Yeah. i saw you that's pretty good that's pretty dope it's pretty awesome it's gonna be fun i'm excited for that and then uh my uh i used to i work at a rock climbing gym and it's been closed down since february Uh and then it it opened up for two weeks in june but during those two weeks i actually caught the covid virus oh wow shit and right. then, I mean, uh, you told me about that. I, uh, like, how are, how are you, though? Dude, I'm good. Okay? It didn't affect good. me nearly as much as anything. It was very light mm-hmm. for me. All okay. I had was a sore throat and then um, I got a runny nose for about two and a half, three days. And then I had a couple days of exhaustion afterwards. Like, I was just tired for the week. And then uh, all my other friends caught it. So, like, we, we, we did not follow regulations and we hung out together and we all caught it. And it didn't last more than two days for all of us, but mm-hmm. we're all healthy now and good. Okay, that's good to hear. That's, that's good. good to hear. That's good. Um, I'm taking... How about you, Ten? I'm taking... Uh, or how about you, Ten? How about you, Kareem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, too many names going uh, back and forth. No, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm taking, uh, you know, like uh, six classes right now. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I'm wow. writing... Okay. I'm, 
I'm writing a lot and I think that was one of the things that we talked about that I was writing and mm-hmm. that I had trouble with writing but now with all these classes that I'm taking that are it's forcing me to write which is actually pretty good that's great and uh, starting some projects now and that's pretty much it I mean I know we talked about it but like are you more scared about writing because of like you know you you, you you're not confident with your grammar or anything like that do you finally you know, like let that go yeah I think I think as, I, as I'm progressing now it's getting a lot better and getting a lot easier and it's like just you know what just do it you know what I mean nice yes, you know stop think right. overthinking it just just do it that's nice that's good that's good how's family how about family everybody how's family family's family good. safe so far surviving so good. yeah <laughs> surviving that's not too bad yeah so um now we're in our second i guess we call this a second season since we have yeah. since we had a little bit of break so this will be our second season i'm i'm not sure how many episodes we'll have in our second season but we'll 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 go at it can we go for um, 10 to we, well how many did we we had eight yeah i'll try right? to go for 10 we'll try to go for 10 great so um our new format is we do want to like kind of um, bring up our own topics based on uh, co- from film, media, um, and production, actually. So, uh, and then we'll wh- which what, what we should what should we call it? Should we, like new topics, or I don't know. We should have like a, a a catchy name for it. I mean, it's just. I mean, like it's you know whatever that you know comes to you, comes to your mind, you know whatever. Whatever that comes to your mind, that's a catchy name. Yeah. So uh-huh. let's start well, this. Whatever you can, whatever, whatever catches your mind. Well, I mean, um, what's I mean, you know, rather we you know we talk about COVID, talk about how you know you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, we're all doing, we're doing great. Right. But like, what's what's new out there in the world? You know what I mean? Like, what's exactly? New? Yeah. Right. Right. We yeah. we try to like kind of get out. Um, this is a way for us to escape from the from whatever's uh, happening currently right now, and really talk about what we're passionate about. And does not mean to say that we want to like neglect or ne- ignore what's really happening outside, but um, we, we need some outlet to definitely make us better. And this is one way uh, doing a podcast, sharing our thoughts and ideas to each other. This would be a, a good way for us to um, as an output, right? That's true. So mm-hmm. who's gonna start? Who's gonna start? Donnie, you start. <laughs> oh, the yeah. thing, so I'm, I'm focusing. Um, the thing that caught me, I'm more into tech, um, uh, most especially cameras, um, smartphones, and everything like that. Also, anything, any tech that involves media, I'm really all for. So, is there any new really tech caught, out there? Yeah, and um, what really caught my eye is um, red. You know, red cameras, right? They're of like course, they're supposed to be that in this industry standard. And I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say industry standard. Well, I mean, I just, uh, yeah, they're not the they're know, not the industry standard, but they're, they're getting there. They're, they're getting there. They're, no, I'm, I'm I'm not even saying they're getting there. It's just more like, oh, you know, red camera. That means you are a videographer. This that there's that correlation. Right, I know it right. sucks, but like, right, there's right. always that. So yeah, it's not the industry standard. Thanks, thanks for correcting me, but. Um, now red came out with um a, a a new camera they call it the red komodo 6k so it's a really small camera um i'll show you i'll show you um after the lizard the, the after komodo the dragon komodo, uh, i think so because like you no, know, they had komodo or they had dragon they had monst monstro oh that makes sense yeah wait, wait what's right? so amazing so. about this new red camera 
Like what's so okay, amazing uh, about it? I'll, I'll, I'll show I'll show you a um, I'll show you an image Here, of it. Darn it! You can't show us. I can't show it right now. Oh my you god! You can show it. You can show it, right? You can? Can you? Yeah, but they you can't. Can they can't. They Are we can't. Just no, no, I'll, I'll show you so you not... you can so you can see it. Yeah, I want then, you to see it. But then they're not gonna they're not gonna know what the hell we're talking about. I can Google it. No, we can, I can explain it. That's the thing. That's part of my presentation. Okay. But but that's. Do you have a PowerPoint for us? Do you have a PowerPoint? No, I don't have a. I don't have a. Yeah, I have a PowerPoint. I'm gonna click. So you I see just, this? Yes, I'm we sorry, see I, it. I just googled this. red Komodo dragon camera, and it came up with the red digital cinema camera, the 710. It's worth seventy nine thousand dollars. No, that's a red. different one. Right. No, that's Could a different you imagine one. that camera price? Yeah, it's not. It's not the Komodo. But I, it's still. I know. Right. Right. Yeah, dude. So, the red go for like almost eighty grand, dude. Right. That is so crazy. This. It is crazy, and but now they're coming up with this smaller one. It still has most of the red. Um, uh, what do you call that? Features. Um, the red, some of the red features, but mainly the the red color science that everybody's talking about. This this one has it. Maybe not not as perfect as your monster or like your dragon, but it has it enough. Um, it's a smaller camera, uh, and it. It has some features that's kind of cutting down from um, the next expense. Before this, the the least expensive red camera is fifteen uh, is fifteen thousand dollars. Right. This one six is th- only six thousand dollars. Yeah. Six thousand. Right. Six thousand dollars. So it's small, very affordable. Very affordable. Yeah. Sure. Anybody like I can I can fork <laughs> up my money right now. <laughs> so it it's then, much but, smaller. But you know, mm. but then you go to ask the question what why do you need like why do you need it? No yeah, well I, I well just a little bit of little bit of context about the features. Yeah, it has the same red color science. It's much affordable. Almost anybody can um can afford it. Um it's small enough so they can almost fit it anywhere. Like almost like they can mount it. It's it's lighter, so they can mount it almost anywhere. You can mount it on um, a car. Yeah, you can mount it in a car. So right? it's more mobile. I feel like that's more really mobile good for a Mission right. Impossible movie. Exactly. Tom Cruise right? is like on the side of an airplane. <laughs> he can put it. Did, in you, did, did you see him? Did you see him? He jumped over a bri- He jumped off a bridge and then he parachute. Did oh wow! It? Yeah, it's all, it's on the news. If you just type it in, you see him like going on a on a on a like a bridge, and then he just jumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Sure. Yeah, right, right. we'll have to watch that. <laughs> we'll have to watch that. We'll have to watch that. Oh, okay. So, um, so okay. Now there's this more, much cheaper camera. It's now competing with some of the um other prosumer cameras like the Canon, Blackmagic, uh, which are, uh, I would say, g- have good picture quality, um, and they're somehow like well known in the prosumer market. Donnie, so, let me ask you: Do you want to buy it? <laughs> That's the thing. Um, I don't want to buy it. That's the thing. Why not? Uh, even though, it, even though it's cheaper. Well, I'm gonna I have to agree with them want... too because I, I don't. To be honest, I don't want to buy it either. Yeah, I don't. No, okay. I would love to work with a red camera, but uh, okay. Besides that, do you think now since there's a cheaper red camera, right? Do you think? Um, Prosumers are more likely to buy this camera oh, just yeah. for the sake of, of just for the sake of having a red. Yeah, but the, you know, it also brings up a topic that you know what I mean. Like, first of all, if you buy the camera, you know how to you have to know how to use it. Okay, that's like exactly key. okay, right. right. 
And then the whole, I think the whole key of, uh, the, you know, the whole key of this is I think that if you buy it, you have potential of getting more jobs because people want to use that camera. Exactly. And like that kind of, I feel that that kind of this, uh, desaturate, is that a good word? But then, but then. Now, everybody's, everybody's like every videographer just can get into videography just because they have a red camera. It's not so is, much that, about their skill anymore. But the thing is, what, what kills me that is that even though it's now it's at a good price, and it's like a, not, I'm not saying cheap price, but I mean it's at a really decent, good, you know, affordable mm-hmm. price, that like, right. why, why does it just everybody just buy it? Exactly, right? You know what I mean? And well, what is it missing compared to, say, the $80,000 camera? Okay. Um, some of the missing features are uh, the type of the, the it's, um, what do you call this? The color science is not as perfect as using the the, the Monstro camera. So, I would say the like the Monstro camera still has like a full computer that that processes the red images in there. But compared to this one, um, it's more it's more like a Canon camera. You you could say. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they, it's, 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 it's a six K. I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming the 6K. other cameras are gonna be eight K. Yeah, I see they that. Use, right. They use um, CFast cards but, right now it's still less expensive but but, but um, now we go there's on a, still some limitation there if you don't mind but now we go on a bigger topic where it's you have to look deeper down at the at the core process of the camera and what it's mm-hmm. used for is that when when you film and you like mess up on set for example you know what i mean like oh like the shot was you know, like too wide, and you see somebody in the background. You see something right. with the six K or eight K. You can crop it and save the pixelation without without losing any 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 distort distort distortion. Well, there's here's here's the thing. There's a Blackmagic camera that does six K, and it's only seventeen hundred, almost two thousand dollars. That's way cheaper. I like the color size. What's the? Di- I feel like it, they're. Are you more experienced? Do you know what the difference is between the black magic and the red? To be honest, I'm not fully sure about the experience, but like the color science of the red, it's way more um it's way more manageable on post compared to the black magic cuz when you get a black magic uh when you get a black magic shot, you're stuck with the black magic color science. You're kind of stuck with that. You for the red, if you have it, you have so much flexibility and to change it. You can emulate a Canon. You can em- emulate Canon, or you can emulate like a cinema. You can emulate a um, a, a vlog <laughs> if you want a YouTube style. You can emulate a, a TV, a TV format. Uh, so there's more flexibility with a red color science. That's what I'm. That's what I think. I just think that we get too much technical, and then we forget about like everything else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's. Um, I like still having like. A regular camera with some limitations and be able to like let me see what I can do with this and be able to create a story with a camera I'm not saying like oh I don't want to I don't want to buy a red or something maybe if I have the money I would I would get a, a I would get a red camera um, I, I, but- I, I, I so I'm taking a class where where we use the red However, okay. however, due to the pandemic, due to right now, we can't use the red because you know we can't. Yeah, but I was in that class and I was looking at the red, and and everybody's so you know amazed with it. But I think like in the end, it's I, I what I've known what the camera was used for is it's used for 
you know if like for example i have to i have to i have to give you in a movie example can i give you a movie example yeah so sure, like sure. Gar- Gar- gardens of the galaxy you see how it's so heavy with colors right it, that, it had to be shoot on that on that camera because it can, exactly, it, can right. it can handle all that colors right black mad well at least the black magic camera that i'm using won't be able to get to that um to that much color Without really distorting, the, so, without so the, really wait, distorting so the, the the black film. magic has some limitations. That my black magic has limitation. I would say, it's just really good. Is yours six K or four K? Mine's four K. But what yeah. about this? And I'm not had, saying. What if you had if you had the six K? Would you be able to shoot Guardians of the Galaxy with it or no? No, no, no. It's more of the color science. It's more the LUTs. Uh, yeah. Then uh, the the color the color or post. Post and colors, I, I feel there has some more limitations on black magic compared to red. Dude, again, again, we go back to the big thing is like it's so so much technology that we forget about. Like, I feel like we for, we focus so much on tech that we forget about everything else in general. Right, right. I feel like if I'm for a prosumer uh, videographer, I would prefer getting. Um, I forgot the the name for it, but it's a Canon. It's a Canon mirrorless camera that just came out. I like that one because it has a good Canon quality. Uh, I would say Canon quality image, and it's a regular camera. It's a regular photo camera. It's it's so to me that's more that's so much more versatile. If you ask um, me, I right now have my Sony A seven three. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I and I love it. Like I don't, I don't need like right like I, maybe in the next maybe if you give me five to eight years, right? I'll, I'll upgrade to something else. But right now, like I like that camera. Donnie, I, I right. What's up, Tan? Uh, who do you think this Komodo camera? Like who does who is the target audience for? Like when okay. I made this I, camera, who were they trying to? I think to? I think this Komodo camera is made as a secondary camera. For people who are already out oh, there. Oh, okay. I see. This is what this is what I think. So they can have like, you know, it's so much lighter. They can put, put it anywhere. So I just I just thought about something really, I think that might just destroy this conversation. And I really, really apologize for saying this. But like, you do realize that Red made a phone, right? Right. And that blew up. That on oh, that blew up. That, oh, that I didn't bomb. hear about this. That yeah. sounds rad. Yeah, when they bought it. Was it 2015 or 2000? Yeah, no, no, this is... This was yeah around two thousand. Well, they announced it around two thousand fifteen. Oh, I think I, maybe it I was would... 2016, 2017, It was made exactly. There's yeah, it was made right, but it didn't really pick up. It didn't really pick up the hype because they promised so much on that one, but they they just released it, but never they never really updated it. Okay, they never so really, what's what's to um, say maintain... that you buy that one and then you use that one as your as your red? <laughs> no, but like the thing, the that red camera is just. I would say that ca- um, that camera just has the mirrors for it and an emulated red color science. So I I think you'll still have way more limitation if you just if you just shoot from that. Um, I I I I mean I think it's it, you know it goes down to um, budget. I think mm-hmm. budget is key, and right. like I think your your level of experience like for example if you ask me like i have a lot of experience but however if i would go right now and buy a red i think that would be a little too much uh um of a a hassle too much of a of of money and too much of my time Mm -hmm. 
if I was maybe making a good amount of money or I was or no scratch that I don't want to say that money is the is the issue I don't want to say that because mm-hmm. because money is everybody thinks money is the problem but I think it's that if you have enough projects that you're making constantly then that's right. when you need that gear I think so that's correct or a piece yeah. of equipment in in my case me personally I would rather save up and get an actual red camera rather than the Komodo or Kodomo. Komodo. <laughs> oh, wow. I would rather save up I would rather save up and get the actual red camera than this one. Oh wow. It, okay. seems, I really, that's yeah. it seems to me like the Komodo is you know, I didn't I didn't know who they were targeting when they first came out with this, but the way you described it as a secondary camera makes sense to me. Like mm-hmm. right. if if I'm working for a massive studio, then I have the budget to buy like what, three or four red monster cameras that are fifty thousand dollars a piece i could do that or but if i'm working for say like if i just got out of college and i found a small company Mm -hmm. i i could buy a you know sony as7 who does nearly the same same opportunity for visuals as a red Mm -hmm. komodo but if i buy two of them (laughs) yeah yeah crazy it'd it'd be really good investment to that but it does make sense to keep it as a secondary camera it's i would feel if i were working for a major studio and had the money and I wanted to do a say put a camera on the side of an airplane with Tom Cruise I wouldn't feel so bad if that camera fell off because it's only six grand not 50,000 exactly <laughs> so yeah that's true that makes sense yeah, it, it that makes sense. like a sacrificial pawn right right yeah um so, did you yeah, guys hey, by a... any chance did you guys see the Batman uh trailer for Matt yeah Ray? I saw with, I saw uh, the Batman trailer. with Edward Robin with yeah. uh, Edward although <laughs> Edward uh what was his last name um, Robert Patterson. Yeah, Robert Patterson. Edward Patterson. Yeah, no, team Edward. Yeah. Robert Patterson. Robert Patterson, not Edward. Team Robert Patterson. Yes. Team Edward. Team Edward. You're, going, you're, mixing, you're mixing the two. It's Wrong not movie. Twilight. He's not going to be Twilight, you know, at night and bad. He at does night. like the darkness, though. That is very, very true. Right, right. I was born in it. Okay. Um, well, okay, no, but so the, that's, reason, uh, the reason why I bring it up is because of um, he got um, coronavirus. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And while they were filming the Batman, and it it kind of asks yourself about this, like you know, social standing. You know, like what what is this new norm for mm-hmm. for filmmaking? Like, what do you have to do in order to like yes, continue production and be safe at the same time? Can you do that? Let me ask you that. Can you do that? Can you uh, f- continue filming? And be safe at the same time. I was reading some articles online, uh, specifically this one was say called The Conversation, and the, the article is titled How the Movie Industry is like Fighting the Lockdown. This came out back in, I think, May. So, the, after reading the article, it really just said, aban- it practically said, this is just my summarization of it, very brief, but it said like pretty much abandon group manufacturing movies and just move towards... Uh, isolated ones so this article it hailed praise towards the movie gravity where there was practically one actor and the rest of it was cg or the movie um what was it called uh, unfriended on skype like the practically the whole movie was filmed at home on a skype <laughs> on, on skype or zoom yeah so i gave a lot of praise to that one so one of the methods of avoiding the coronavirus is just sacrificing your crew to make the movie although i don't but wouldn't necessarily wouldn't prefer that, that. Right, that would be a limitation in stories, though. 
I mean, of Definitely. course you'll you'll be able you'll be able to make a lot of stories, uh, in the mean for the meantime, uh, just to keep just to keep um, the audience entertained in the meantime, especially right now, like a lot of the most of the audience, majority of the audience would be able to relate to it, um, because yeah, they they feel like oh yeah, I'm like feel I, I I'm feeling isolated right now. I understand what's going on or. Um, I, I I understand that the that characters uh, feeling wow that touched me a lot. Oh, okay, there's hope after all. So, it it it's um I would say it's a good idea, um because again, um the audience would react to it uh well, and I think it's gonna be would it wouldn't be cheaper to produce. It'd definitely be cheaper to produce if you just like you know cut your crew in half and then. Also, write your storylines around a small team. Although uh-huh. I, I do think it would hinder the, say, the possibilities of the storyline. Like, let's say you needed to do a massive war scene and you need like forty actors in one place. You know, you can't really follow a, the coronavirus guidelines. That, that's why you use CGI. That's why, yeah. Yeah, the and then that's exactly what the CGI and just copy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why the whole point we but have CGI. Yeah. Let's say you're Christopher Nolan and you're a very strong advocate for practical effects. Oh, okay. If you remember well, the movie well, Dark Knight, he flipped an entire sixteen wheel semi truck. Well, for his new for movie, real, yeah, yeah. But for his new movie Tenet, I think he filmed. I think I think if I remember, he filmed it way before the pandemic. Oh yeah, this this was way before. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is now he was trying to release it, but everything was closed, so it's just right now releasing. But like, what I'm talking about, like. You know what? Do you do? You, so you're willing to sacrifice your uh your crew. For or like you know in, in in a good way to protect the um film or to sacrifice your crew means to sacrifice potential stories. So to me, it's not. I guess it depends how dedicated you are to telling the story, right? To risk I, I, other people getting sick, right? Um, let me let me look we, for this. We is haven't talked like about a... the staff members who continue to film, like. Uh, they, well, I mean, they're filming, restaurants are open. They're filming they right now Mission Impossible. You know, they're filming Mission Mission Impossible right now. How are they doing that? Does everybody have to wear masks at all times? Like, do the actors wear masks until they're in front of the camera, or like, is the assistant camera and the cinematographer man so, allowed to work the same camera at the same time? So I was listening to an, another podcast with uh, uh, it was Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, and he was talking to uh, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, who were um, part of Supernatural that are filming in Vancouver and they were talking about the rules that they have to do in order to film the scene. First of all, they said that the writers had to change, had to scrub and they're filming their final season this year, their final season. And they had to scrub like the scenes that were, you know, that had a lot of people and had a lot of things. They had to scrub them and like change them, all that kind of stuff. However, during the breaks and everything, everybody's now completely separated. So like the art department, they stay there in their art department. The grip stay in their department. Nobody, nobody like is crossing between the and everything. And then right, the right. actors, they had to stay. They had to fly to Vancouver because that's where they film, and they had to stay in their house or apartment, whatever. And they had to stay there for fourteen days and not leave the house at all. Like they couldn't, they couldn't uh, take the garbage. They couldn't walk their dogs. They couldn't do anything. Until the moment, you know, they go from 14 days of quarantine to on set. Right. I, I think I feel like, yeah, it's still possible. Um, I don't think you'll be able to. I, do, I, I really think they'll be able to, like, take out all, sacrifice all the crew. But I feel like production will just be much longer. 
I mean, yeah, they extended, uh, they extended during, lunch. Yeah, there we go. Lunch is, See, lun- at, at this, they extended during, lunch, and then they have to be. It's gapped. It's spaced. So you, yeah, you know what I mean. And, I think that during during the quarantine, let's say on the city, there's a cer- certain quarantine or a certain state that there's a quar- quarantine imposed, or a, what do you call that? Like a, a state, a statewide state mandated uh, uh, mandated yeah, uh, procedure, um, whatever procedure. Yeah. I mean, it's a good time to film film parts that has low crew needed. So, especially if it's just like a four. How long could you do it? Yeah, seven months to film, say like X number of well, scenes. That has well, they in they it. also limited the as much as you're having a bre- you know a longer break and a longer whatever, but they also limited the the time. So instead of going twelve hours, I think they cut it down to ten hours. Okay. I mean that's not really much, but you know. Right, I mean, right, uh, but like still like ten hour shifts or twelve hour shifts maximum, ten hours. So like, usually when you film on a set, you're usually filming for twelve hours. Okay. But like, to be, I, if you've been on any like, although I said you're you're there for a long time, okay, basically. But now they reduce the time, so there you're on a shorter time. But that means you have to pick up, you have to be moving and constantly doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. I I mean I kind of it's kind of off topic, but like I really feel I just want to like comment like I really feel like after all this, um, production will be much more efficient because they 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 will learn a lot of things during this time. Efficient, efficient wise, how? Like, what do you mean? It, they'll, they'll be, they'll be more, they'll be more efficient with time, um, and, um, uh, and resources. Cause, like, I mean, they're, for example, just like, uh, like from where I work right now, like it's it, it was very important for us to do meetings like face to face, but, um, since we can't do that right now, we're able to be more efficient at be able to like still do the same task at the same speed even though we're far apart from each other so i feel like i'm not saying it's going to be exactly the same thing as that but i feel like the uh production industry film industry will learn a lot of things that would make them more efficient resources wise time wise even um even uh really use human resources well uh in terms of production after all this quarantine is done i just wanted to comment on that i felt I just think that it also, in my opinion, I just think it would also be a hassle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to follow the rules, the guidelines, you know what I mean? Doing all that kind of stuff. And then, at the same time, at the same time, how would how would you, um, what's what I'm looking for, uh, be able to continue, like, I mean, I'm assuming that you have to have, like, you have to follow the guidelines, right? Right. To COVID and all that kind of stuff. You can follow it very, very well, but then what happens if it dies down? You know what I mean? What do you mean it dies down? No, look at it. Like I'm saying, like you have to, you know, like do a lot of, you know, protocols and all that kind of stuff. You mean once like once, once the COVID dies, like once the COVID pandemic kind of slows down and they start taking away the, the mandates, like is your friend like the reduction of the guidelines? Yeah. Like, I mean, people that start to become lazy, you know what I mean? Or not lazy, like, respectfully, not lazy, like lazy, like, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying that, like, you know, there's a lot of guidelines right now. And then, like, I mean, if right. the pandemic is over, the pandemic is over, then people go back to normal lives. He, he, here's what I feel. It's like during the pandemic, there's a lot of things imposed, right? So that, that kind of stretches time. That means each individual has to work more, has to work more efficiently, has to find out a way how they can work more efficiently under on their role. Think about it. Like, if they keep that new habit that they have, you take out the man, you you take out the the protocols and mandate. What do you think when they come back together? 
they'll be way more efficient at, at working. Okay, I, I mean, that's, I, like, that's very up, uh, upper. That's an optimistic way of yeah. putting it. Yeah, I can you. say that though. Yeah, I do yeah. see what saying too. Like, if everyone's like, "Oh, we only for, we only for ten hours today, and we're not doing it as hard as we used to, so I can relax," and they'll grow used to that, and then once you return back to everything, twelve-hour shifts, everyone's gonna be caught off guard. I think yeah. I think everyone will, will readjust. That's true, right? Yeah. Right. Like right. you, you adapt to this new world. This new uh, crazy, you know, b- uh, apocalyptic whatever world you want to call it, and then like you're following these rules, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, you know what I mean? It, it, everything's go back to normal, but then like now you're on a like, oh god, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do that. I mean, of course you enjoy it because that's if if you're a filmmaker and you're you know working on set, that's your passion. So you, it's your passion, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, right. that, I mean that's pretty right. good. I, I'm pretty sure some of the managers will be like. Hey, we did we this we did this very efficiently before. Why can't we do it now again? Yeah. Why are you guys complaining? Maybe there's gonna be some of that. Uh, well, I mean, like, you know, they um, they. I was gonna say we were watching. I was watching uh, America's Got Talent, and yeah. and um, they what they did. I'm sorry, I, I'm just, I'm spacing out. What they did was they uh, had everybody outside. And then they spread okay. them six feet, uh, six feet apart, the judges. Uh huh. And yeah, but and they had like all the crews like separated all in like in the like you can see them because they have like drone footage like or maybe a jib uh, a jib shot or yeah jib right. crane yeah shot and but you can still see like all of them are wearing face shield face mask and and all that kind of stuff, and I just thought that was like you know the new norm, you know yeah. that they have I to. Think- I, I feel like the new norm right now is a lot of wide angle shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because everybody has to be separated. Even 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 like newscasts, like why why is it wider than, <laughs> than usual? I was reading that the box office has is predicted to lose I think it was five five billion dollars as a result of the pandemic. So five I do think we'll be seeing billion. Five billion dollars to Wait. to uh since march 2020 it's predicted that the global box office could lose five billion dollars oh wow okay well Which, that, that's so, oof that's, that's oof, big right you know actually what, it, what do you think do you think it'll catch up if we start if let's say everybody starts making smaller movies here and there and then just focus on story rather than like big productions yes i think i think people will start making a lot smaller uh productions because i'll tell you why the movie theaters just opened up i right. went to one you did how, yeah. how was your i saw a tenant was it was now was the rules you, that like you had to wear a mask inside when you when you come inside but then when you sit down you they don't force you to wear a mask and then the person next to you sitting on the left sitting on the right has to be empty the seats next to you have to be empty and then the rows in front of you were completely empty. Was that the experience so, or no? Uh, I went to Bellaterra and Huntington Beach, and like you, you choose your seats ahead of time. And I went in a, I went like with my family, and when we walked into the lobby, you wear your mask in the lobby, you order your popcorn, which is really cool because they cut the prices down in half, so that they are trying oh, wow. to accommodate okay. for everything. So it's a half price popcorn because okay. they don't, they don't want to come in. So if you go and you sit in the theater, they don't. Nobody comes in and enforces you wearing the mask, so you could take it off if you wanted to. And then honestly, it was so empty. The theater was so empty, I couldn't even tell if there was a rule saying how far apart you had to sit, or if you oh. sit every other row. Like there was literally no. Well, 
It was so well, I think if, I just I heard from well, somebody that they told me that they when they went and saw Tenant, they were told that the per, that the if you want to sit the person next to you like the two seats next to you have to be empty. That but unless you're in the family, right? Unless you're, oh, you're in the group. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think if you like, order your tickets together, then you're okay to sit together. Because we didn't, okay. yeah, because you, you can order your tickets. We bought tickets 14 through 11. And like that's okay. 11, 12, 13, 14. Like there, there was no spacing between that. I'm pretty sure they have like uh, guards. Like, uh, well, the, the good thing <laughs> is like now something. popcorn's cheaper. Popcorn's <laughs> I guess in Huntington Beach, they're probably Pop- not really going to enforce that. So being Huntington Beach. Oh, right. Yeah. Being Huntington Beach, right. right. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not too enforced. I thought I thought Tenet was only being shown in Vegas. Now uh, this is new. When when did they open in Huntington Beach? Uh, I think just a couple weeks ago. I'm not hundred percent positive. It was two, but... three, two, two, three days ago. What is it? today? Oh, cool. Today's what? Friday, September 18th. So I think it was like on Wednesday. I yeah. think I saw it Sunday night, man. Yeah, I okay. saw it Sunday night. All right, then Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, so I saw it Sunday, Sunday night, and then uh, spectacular. Okay. I have to go watch I'm, it. I'm tempted, but at the same time, I'm not like it's too. I feel like it's too early to go right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah I feel, I feel too early, right. Wait. How about how about um how about like I'm going again on Saturday TV? Tomorrow. Oh wow, you Sorry. same thing. <laughs> you gonna watch it again? Yeah, I am. I don't understand oh, anything. It was so confusing. Yeah, because it's, be safe, because man. Be it's, safe. It's uh, it's going backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. Like isn't it right. isn't it going like I saw it's go like there's a there's a little twist that like and the thing is is Quint, uh, uh, Quint, I was gonna say Quentin Tarantino no Christopher Nolan he's very very known for doing that. Do do you know? Uh, Do you ever see his Memento? Christopher Nolan's Memento. Yes, I have. But you should go he, watch the following. The following I haven't seen that one. Go watch that you one. Watch that. Okay, in, in Memento, there's a video of Christopher Nolan describing how the timeline works. He draws a U on a whiteboard. And he says, this is the start, like the, the, the top point of the U and the other top point of the U are the start and finish. And he tells the story from both the finish and the beginning at the same time on its way down to the, to the middle. And in this one, I can only describe it as an S. And then at every, and there's two lines going down the S at each edge. And it's very hard to describe verbally, but uh, you're bouncing around. There's so much going on and so fast and it's so much fun to watch. It's very hard to decipher. Oh wow! Well, I mean, I I, I, I don't I, want, I, I, I just I wanna wait until uh I just wanna wait in, until things in, go back to normal and then I go see the movie myself and then I like <laughs> Inception. I had to I had to watch it twice for me to get it. No, I I watched it once and then I understood it. That one was that one was good. That one was I I, I I I I'm I'm kind of I'm really kind of slow. If it's like those, I like those type of movies, but like I, I'm kind of slow of getting it. I felt like I'm missing something, even though I get it from the first from the first watch. But I feel like. Am I missing something? Did I, did I, not catch something? So I tried to like watch it again, make sure I'm, I covered all the. Well, I always there was I think there was a time where I told Tan that like I feel like there um you you should always watch a movie twice, you should watch it the mm. first time as as pure entertainment, and then right. watch it the second time to analyze it, digest it, you know, cr- you know, critical thinking and all that kind of stuff. That makes sense. Well, Tenant, regardless of how hard you try to understand it the first time you watch it, you will not. <laughs> There's just so much. It's crazy. Highly recommend it. Well, uh, well, talking talking about like our the new uh, new protocols during uh, for production uh, since this uh, since our what do you call this the coronavirus protocols right. we're doing. Uh, 
Kareem, didn't you just get a certi- certification about um, as a what do you call that? So, like a cor- yes, uh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about a COVID compliance officer. There we go, the COVID compliance officer. Um, yeah. How was that? Like, how- so there was this there was this new thing where people were going uh, were in like in the film industry. They were like being COVID compliance officer, COVID compliance officer, and then I started Google searching it. So basically, uh, it's for the entertainment world, where um, you are in charge of COVID protection. And you are the sole proprietor for COVID, and that's your main job. And you can't do anything. You can't do anything else. So the director oh, can't so be. You can- the director cannot be COVID compliance officer. The production assistant can't be COVID or the producer. Nobody. The COVID compliance officer is its own position. Can you be an AD or can you be? Can you do a little bit of? No. Can you be AP4? No, no. You can't be. You either you're hired as a COVID compliance officer or you're hired as an AD or you're hired as a producer or a PA. But if you, you can't be hired as both because your sole, oh, wow. your sole job is to make sure everybody's following uh, CDC guidelines for um, COVID, you know, for COVID. And so wait, you're not, you're not working from an outside company. Like say Paramount Pictures is, is hiring. They hire a they hire you, the COVID compliance officer. They don't go to a separate company to hire you. No, oh, they, okay. they, they no, they go to me. So oh, there's okay. no. It, it, so like if I like let's say uh, Paramount tomorrow, they say looking for a COVID compliance officer for a set. We need somebody, and I send them my my certificate, my application. If I'm ass- first of all, I'm assuming they want experience. I just got it, you know, like I got it, and I and I didn't haven't actually yet experienced it, um, because right. at the same time it's like. It's um, depending on what company you're working and how you're doing it. Like it's, you know, it's a lot. Right. And this is still a new position. Like right. there are potential I'm, I'm, lawsuits happening with this position too. I'm pretty sure Paramount will probably like hire somebody and send that person to to the certification. So they have it themselves instead of hiring somebody not, outside. Not what? Not right? not actually. You'd be surprised. It's actually they're they're not wanting to do that. I'm not, I'm, not, Interesting. I'm not trying to say Paramount ex- exactly because I I, I, I I mean yeah you know it's an I mean? example it's an but example right I, I've just heard that there are some that there are some companies out there I don't know who I'm not blaming anybody I'm not naming anybody but that don't want to put that investment because now you have to buy so much supplies triple what you had to buy originally if there was no uh, like uh, you know like for sanitation for the toilets right. and for all that kind of stuff so if you have like 25 people on set let's just say you have 25 people and you're you know following you know six feet mask all that kind of stuff distance right you have to buy 50 supplies for those 25 people oh wow okay and basically uh, COVID, makes sense. That you, makes sense. basically what you do is you get there on set uh, uh what's it called like two hours or an hour early you have a team, so it's not just you by yourself. You actually physically have a team, either somebody who's a leader or I'm not sure if I can lead, but maybe if eventually uh, after like if after you do it a few more times, yeah, maybe true. But and you get the uh, and then you get the director's trust. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think I'll work closely with the director. I think I'm gonna work closely with the um, producer or uh, court uh, production right. or production okay. coordinator. Um, okay. And then basically, yeah, you come to set early, you clean, you sanitize everything. And when I mean everything, like I mean everything. And then it's, and it's to be honest, it's, it's literally, some of it is just common sense. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like doorknobs, 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, clean doorknobs, clean, you know, stuff that's being used over and over and over. And then, of course, there are certain type of supplies that you have to get. So I think there's something, if I remember correctly, I think it was EPA or uh, EP, um, uh, um, which is basically a a type of product or a type of verification on uh, cleaning supplies. That's like, oh, that's that can actually kill COVID. And then you need 50 percent of uh, alcohol. Uh, make sure everything has fifty percent alcohol, not nothing lower, everything higher, and yeah, I mean, it's so, so how long is this class? And like, uh, from your experience, when you went into this uh, certification class, how long is it? Oh, it was um, about like, and, like it's about two hours. It was online because it's you know of course <laughs> I mean of course oh, okay right right <laughs> um, you listen to presentation you can ask questions you know what I mean um, and then after that after you're done you take a quiz uh, you take yeah your test quiz and then uh, eight, I think it's like what eighty questions or fifty questions I think fifty or eighty how many questions? hours two hours how many hours two hours that's it yeah. that's it well this, and is this these- job like a like a legal job are you there to protect the company that hires you or like, what part of compliance officer comes into hand here? Is it mostly sanitation, or are you there as, like, a, a guardian to the company that hires you? You're there, both. You're there as a guardian for the company, and you're there for, um, what's it called? Making sure everybody follows guidelines. Because now, so because nowadays, if you don't follow guidelines and somebody gets sick on set, you have to pay a fine. The, the compli- really compliance like, officer. No, 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 wait, the compliance really officer like, no, 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 to no, make... I'm talking about the company, the production company. Oh. You have to pay a fine. Wait, this is that's that's ridiculous in my eyes. Well, because you like, why would at the cost of you're putting people in, in jeopardy. Wait, wait, who pays the fine? The company or the person the who company gets who hired the company, the company. Yeah. Yeah. officer? However, so like, let's say, however, there's still there's still like it's still early on, but like to what I've heard too and what I've seen is that some of some there are, like I've been you know I, it's rumors. I'm hearing rumors, okay, and I I don't know if these. Oh, so you're not sure if they charge. No, no, no. I'm talking about like, like who takes the blame for it because I heard mm-hmm. that there was a lawsuit. So like the company, whoever hired the company didn't want to, you know, it, like they put all the blame on the COVID compliance officer. And that's, okay. you know what I mean? It's a little risky because like technically, yes, technically, I technically, yes, I am in charge. Like technically, yes, I am in charge. You know okay, so I mean? Take this hypothetical. Right. <laughs> all right. Let's say we're working on a set, all three of us. And I... I go out to a bar the night before, and I show up and I'm COVID well, you, positive you, to the you're set. Not allow- you're not allowed. Like, wait, well, if you're nobody a- knows. Nobody knows. No, no, no. Like they have, they the. Well, I mean, I've heard that they've actually some companies are hiring like agents to follow their crew around and make sure that they don't uh, leave th- their places at all. Okay, let's say I'm staying at home and have friends over. Okay, just, regardless, I have the virus, <laughs> not from the set, and I bring it to the set, and you check my temperature, and I don't have a fever yet. Then that day I get the fever. I get the symptoms sitting on. And I'm like, and I go home like, oh, guys, I'm feeling That's sick. It. I'm going to go home. Wait, I don't want to so get anybody else sick. Then wait, I test no, no, positive. No. And then that company pays a fine on my behalf, on my reckless choice. That, to me, is what I'm talking about. It's messed up. No, no, no. Are you saying, like, that, you're paid, saying no. that you go on set one day and then you leave the next day and then you come and then you go out, you go out, um, you go out to the bar and, you get, and you, you get infected and then you come back on set. The thing is, is you're not allowed to enter until we test you. Or I mean, until we until yeah, we that's right. That's, right. That's right. That's right. I don't yeah. have a fever yet. Okay. The fever comes in don't, six hours into the twelve-hour shift, ten-hour shift. 
And I'm like, don't okay, think, guys, I think I'm sick. No, I might the, go the home. The thing is, is there's there's a, there's a lot of questions that we ask you. Have you uh, been? Uh, have you been? Uh, what's it called? Um, outside. outside right, have you traveled? Right. The you moral of my yes, message is. Uh huh. The moral of my message is, if I bring the COVID in without anybody else's help, like I'm not on the set, I bring COVID into the set. Okay. Like I could live in a house where I share a house with four other people, like I do right now, and then one of them gets me sick, but I don't know it yet, and then okay. I and then I get symptoms on the set, yeah. and that company. Who's the hosting the movie pays a fine on my behalf because I got myself sick. That to me is well, what I'm saying is messed up. They well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. If the company doesn't, and then that means like the company should bring more regulations, like everyday testing, if possible. You, you can't uh, test just it to like, make like that. If we don't have testing, that's that fast. The, I well, thought it's like you a, know, a, what, I mean, to be honest, there it was a vague true. like yes, there is a, a sort of a fine, but the thing is, is if somebody does test positive on set, like, but the whole thing is, is if so, if somebody does set a uh, test positive, the whole set is shut down. Like they, whoever tells you, whoever's in charge to tell you that you can come back on set, they will say like, uh, you know, like you have two months, three months where you guys are completely shut down, and then. When everything is normal, then maybe you guys can come back. But if somebody, if one person does test positive, then the whole entire set is shut down and nobody can come back. I feel like there's going to be much more stricter regulations on that. Like, um, especially like high, like bigger production companies, they probably be like uh, testing every day and making sure they stay in their rooms. Or well, I mean, like I told you, um, like I said, like, like I said in the beginning, before anybody enters the set, before anybody enters the set. You are you are asked to you know you're asked a bunch of questions you know we have a list of questions that we ask you, we check your temperature, we make sure you're wearing a mask, um, we do a lot of screening before you even enter, and then even then they said that if you want to be organized like super super organized, you would have a wristband for each different day. Okay. So like the first day would wow, be a red okay. wristband that okay you've been checked you're clean you can go and of course there are there are screening questions like I asked like have you left your house have you done this have you met anybody do you know anybody you know all that kind of stuff. I can see I can see the value of of uh, of this role because like yeah it, it takes away from the worry of, of all the other crew members in 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 the studio or in the production so they can focus more on the creative part the creative part of it and there's this one team that focus make focus on the safety of everybody i think that's the same thing for like um uh, like the safety crew um they only focus on make sure everything's all 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 safe and and um what do you call this uh, uh like everything's tight and make sure everything's all you know, like uh, the, the thing is is let me like let me just say the moral of the story it doesn't matter who, which you know like who's in fault who's whatever you know what i mean is that in the beginning is your job is to make sure everybody's safe and if somebody does get covid i guarantee you there will be consequences depending on who gets the consequences that's you know you find out when if that situation happened but I know for sure that yes, there are consequences. I mean, the consequences like one, you're delaying production. Two, there might be a fine. Three, somebody's definitely getting fired. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I mean, that's like the moral, and that's what I can see from like, you know, what could po- you know p- potentially happen, you know. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I mean, the the thing is, at the same time, it's like. Y- 
you know, yes, I have a job and I have responsibility and my job is to make sure I keep everybody safe and make sure everybody, you know, is good. And I think, you know, if I remember correctly too, that if somebody does start feeling sick within the thing, you're automatically sent home. You're automatically sent home. Either you have okay. a cough, uh, you have a sore throat, you have a stuffy nose, whatever, you're automatically. However, if you have allergies, that's a completely different story. So I can see like how bigger produ- bigger production studios would be able to afford uh, a COVID compliance officer. How about independent studios? Would they be able? To, would are um, I mean it's, they it's, required it, it to goes, have something? It gum, it, like I said, it comes in into the budget. So what I've seen so far, if I've seen some some uh, um, independent sets where like they'll pay a, a COVID compliance officer like three hundred dollars a day. Okay. And then I've seen some where they'll pay $600 a day. So, I mean, like, and then it's like, the thing is, is now there's also, you know, if you have a, you know, you have a, uh, something called a set medic. Okay. Yeah. A set medic. Now the set medic does not replace the COVID compliance officer. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the set medic is not, is not responsible for COVID at all. The COVID compliance officer, yes, is responsible for protecting everybody from COVID and doing their best to make sure that it does not come on set. I mean, it, it's you know, I mean, it's gonna be a battle between you know both sides. It's neat. How long do you think? It's neat. How long There's do you so think? Many the, well, it's it's yeah, it is because this is st- this is still a new position. Like the reason why I did it was because people started doing it, and the thing is, is you can get paid to do it. You know what I mean? It's another it's another job opportunity. That's why I was like, oh my god, like hey, it's another job opportunity. However, you want to be good at your job. <laughs> That's true. So, what other um what other uh jobs are or um we call this? What other essential jobs? I'm because I'm not really familiar with the whole crew inside a production studio, like a big production. What other essential jobs are there? Something like the COVID compliant officer or or the uh, the the medic, you can say. Um, what other jobs are there? Just wondering. No, it's just as of right now, it's just COVID compliance officer. I, I so imagine the- for like you done, you're asking with the lower budget studios. I imagine yeah. they just reassign somebody else's role as to what the COVID compliance officer does. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so, like, but if the, I the were thing is, the is PA, you- I just become the COVID compliance officer. But they have to take. They have to take that. But the thing is, you have to take that. You have, you know, you like. Yeah. They they, have to send them. If they switch into the COVID compliance officer, they have to be that the whole entire day. They cannot. How how much is the certificate? How much is the certification? Uh, fifty or seventy-five bucks. Not too bad. And it's a. I, I, and it's job. also different. It's also different. I um I um I apologize because it was. It's been a while since I took an. I you know I've taken the. Right. Um, um the test and everything and um i do remember that uh they have um a different department that takes care of the covid compliance officers so it's not the cdc that comes in and they're in charge of covid compliance officers. there's another edu- uh, um safety education company who made the covid compliance officer for filming um that they take, they try to, you know, get them jobs out there, get them working, and get them, you know, you know, right. taking care of people safe. Yeah. All right. Wow. That's that's a well, that's a mouthful, we'll, man. That's that's too much. Okay. I think. People, I think <laughs> well, we 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 definitely we definitely learned a lot from each 
from each other to this podcast. Thanks, guys, for your sharing and your. It's uh, good to hear from you guys. Dude, it's, it's great, great to hear man. from you guys. So I'm glad that we came back. You know, finally after. Uh... <laughs> right, right. I think uh, this will be a good um, way for us to kind of. Again, it's not it's not an escape to ignore what's really going on outside, but um, this is at least to definitely enhance, uh, take advantage of this time to be able to enhance ourselves uh, and become better human beings. I mean, it's you know, stay, uh, stay, you know, yeah, stay and safe and stay safe um, and stay safe. Don't do anything reckless, and yeah, I mean, yeah. So um, for the audience out there, um, we do have an Instagram and a Twitter handle. So if you have any comments or um, concerns, constructive concerns or cons- questions, con- cons- cons- questions or wait, 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 <laughs> constructive criticism. Oh, oh my god, that's a mouthful too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our uh, you can find us on IG at Open Box Productions, or we do have a Twitter. We do have a Twitter um, account. It's also Open Box Productions. Good. Anything oh, else, guys? No, I think that's great, man. Thank you. Uh, I think we say fun. goodbye to everybody and bye, guys. Be happy. And we'll s- be happy. We'll see you soon.